It's Tuesday of Holy Week. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. The Collect Church today for our pilgrimage of imagination, if not with our feet, is Santa Maria in Portico, which originally was a couple hundred yards from the present Santa Maria in Portico in Campitelli. The portico was of a house of a certain Gala, a wealthy woman who turned her house into a hospice for the poor dedicated to the Mother of God. The station, however, is Santa Prisca on the Aventine Hill. The identity of St. Prisca is uncertain. One tradition claims that she is identical with Priscilla, who is mentioned in the New Testament. Another, that she was the daughter of Aquila and Priscilla, Acts 18 says that when Paul was in Corinth, he stayed with Aquila and Priscilla, Jewish Christians exiled from Rome. He was with them again in Ephesus after they moved. They returned to Rome at some point, and Paul sends his greetings to them there in Romans 16. The tradition claims that today's station church was their house. It could be, however, that Prisca was the 13-year-old of noble birth baptized by Peter and who was sent to the lions. The story says that the lions just licked her feet, so they lopped off her head. No private house has been found beneath the church, but they did find a shrine to Mithras. And the first documentary evidence of the church is from 489. In the Vetus Ordo of the Roman Rite today, we hear Jeremiah, a foreshadowing figure of the Lord's suffering, say, I was like a lamb led to slaughter. And then we sing the Passion according to St. Mark. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troedek. On Sunday, the church had us hear the account of the Passion according to St. Matthew. Today she has us read that according to St. Mark. There we contemplate the serenity with which Jesus goes towards his death. We are struck by his silence in his ascent of Calvary. It is certainly not a haughty, spiteful silence of disdain. His silence is that of a recollected soul, of a soul plunged in God. It is from this silence that Jesus draws the necessary strength to endure the most cruel torments. His silence is also bound to the fact that he took upon himself the weight of our sins. Thus, in his passion, he is, in a way, identified with the sinner, and the sinner who does not convert will have nothing to answer the sovereign judge when he appears before him at the end of time. Lord Jesus, it is in order to save me that thou gavest thyself over to such outrages. It is my sins that are the cause of them. In making reparation for my failings, thou dost nourish in me the virtue of hope. As thou sayest by the mouth of the prophet Isaiah, He that hath walked in darkness and hath no light, let him hope in the name of the Lord and lean upon his God. In seeing thee keep silent during thy passion, I wish also to live this week in the deepest recollection. In regard to the trial proceedings against the Lord, Pius Parsh has this to say about Peter. While the great trial proceeded within, a lesser one took place before the doors. It would take too long to describe the incident of Peter's denial here. The passage in Mark, surely inspired by the Apostle himself, should be read, but we must not overlook a telling detail in Luke. Then the Lord turned around and looked at Peter, and he went out and wept bitterly. Here Peter's passion begins— now to run parallel with Christ's. What a dreadful night Peter must have had. The next day he could not venture forth. 
One sad message followed another, the master taken to Pilate, scourged, contempt of death, through the streets of Jerusalem with the cross, crucified, and Peter cannot beg forgiveness. He must bear his ingratitude to the grave. That was Peter's passion. Others, John, Magdalene, were present at his death. He had become an outcast. Even the burial proceeded without him. Perhaps he came humbly to Jesus' mother on the Sabbath, opened his sore heart to her, and found comfort and understanding. While Judas despaired, Peter, despite his remorse, remained loyal and full of confidence in the tender goodness of Jesus. The Master's words kept ringing in his ears, After you have been converted, strengthen your brethren.'